Welcome to On Point Radio. This is DJ Sleep Joy and Joyce Hope, and we want to start our show. All right, welcome, everyone. Back when I had a little, I thought that I needed a lot. A little was overrated, but a lot was a little too complicated. Zero didn't satisfy me. A million didn't make me happy. That's when I learned the lesson. That is all about your perception. Hey, are you a papa or a superstar? So you act, so you feel, so you are. It ain't about the size of your car. It's about the size of a place in your heart. There's hope. It doesn't cost a thing to smile. You don't have to pay to laugh. You better thank God for that. Brother, that makes me feel that I could accomplish anything. You see, just like me, he wanted to think he had no windows and no doors. He lived a simple life and was extremely poor. On top of all of that, he had no eyesight. That didn't keep him from seeing the light. He said, us alike in the USA. And all I did was play. Living here is paradise. You call me paradise. It's in your mind. You know that there's hope. It doesn't cost a thing to smile. You don't have to pay to laugh. You better thank God for that. Now I turn the TV Somebody's acting crazy Let it, it'll drive you crazy But I'm taking back my power today Gas prices, they just keep on rising The government, they keep on lying Keep living our truth and do the best we can do Cause there's hope It doesn't cost a thing to smile You don't have to pay to laugh You better thank God for that Thank you. 
right, all right. This is DJ Philly Joy on Point Radio. Welcome, everyone. Tonight, 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 we have a very special guest. But you know what? It's all right because we have such a guest a lot of times. <laughs> Not anything smart, but talking about business tonight. Getting that business suave on and getting some good information about business and, you know, not wanting to start, but are you even qualified to even have a business in that respect? You know, our topic on tonight, if you haven't called in as of yet, call in 605-562-0444. Put the code in 146277-POUND, one pound to listen in, and star two to get your comments in, your questions in, for I guess it will be or later or my, for myself, starting off now with the topic. Wow, just get in here and share what your business expertise is on tonight, all right? So here we're talking about, so you want to have your own business. This is the wave of the future. I think we, a lot of people starting their own, starting their own business now. We have people that are doing um, jewelry. Um, they're doing um well, got yard sales, but <laughs> they have the yard things that's for real, all jokes aside. They have this place that's out in, um, I believe it's like Trap, PA, all the way out in PA, and people are having like indoor yard sales. You buy a table, and you can be there like every week or even every day. So these people are really making a business out of these things right now. Serious. Um, people are doing online clothes, uh, selling their wares on clothes, their shirts and, and things like that. Um, every industry you could, you could think of, people are getting – in there, medical supplies, whatever it may be, businesses are starting all the time. And one of the biggest ones now, if you haven't checked out now, is the healthcare industry. People are being taken care of in their homes, and people are starting businesses like that. And it's really blowing up. Everybody's doing it. So, but you have to find quality even with that. So, how do you know you you can get in that? But here, we're talking about now. Special guest is a promoter. He promotes people that are in comedy. That have the do poetry. This is what he does. Fashion, different things. So here, he's going to get in the share all the things he has going on. But starting off, what does it take to be even in business? The mindset to be to start your own business. How do you know you have what it takes? You want to learn how to preserve, be a business owner tonight. How to build a winning team. How to survive in when in, when businesses are so similar. Like this is. How do you know which one's the best one to choose? Like I mentioned about the healthcare industry. Those, how do you know who to choose? People are promoting out here different things on the comedy shows. All these people, people are out here doing different things. How do you know which one you want to link up with, to, to be with, and to help them to prosper? But also, at the same time, believe it or not, you can prosper yourself. So that's what our, our business person is about tonight. So we're hoping that we can have a good time. It's Mr. Aaron Cisco, but he goes by old school. There's a story behind that. He's going to let, that, let you know that tonight, what story that is. And before he gets on, we're going to listen to some, some more music, but also talk about what does it take? What character? Are you a self-starter? One thing's going to help you out. But if you're lazy, it's not going to work. You don't want to get out of bed? I'm not, I, you know what? If you're a person that's on that computer all the time and you've got that smart sense and you think that that's, you're chilling at home and you're on a computer all day, that might work for you. You consider that maybe that's not being lazy, but maybe if that's works for you, then that's that's cool. Because people got hustles out here, all kinds of hustles. People drive. You know, before there was Uber and Lyft, we had hacks. The hack was at the supermarket. You got your groceries, and that was a business. They didn't even know how to make it a real viable business. 
like Uber and Lyft and, you know, other ones that are probably starting up. But the bottom line is we trusted and we believed that hack would get us home. We gave them ten, fifteen dollars We got home successfully. We even got help getting the groceries off the steps into the house. You know what I'm saying? So this is what people, all kinds of things, people do errand businesses. Not just that going to the store like that, but they'll go shopping for people. But now they have online shopping because the grocery stores got into, took that away from people that was Girl Fridays or errand persons, and they took that business away, and they, you could shop on a computer or call up, set your order, and it'll deliver right to your door. Wow. Innovative. People think about the different things for the future. I heard something today that I was kind of shocked about. You know we have all this artificial intelligence now, uh, Lexus and Echo. I heard a person that they said this person is really lazy. She has an Echo or Lexus in her kitchen, Alexis in her living room. She has one upstairs. She has like four of them, Alexis. And she talks to Alexis like Alexis was her maid. <laughs> you know, turn the lights on. You know, start the pot for the coffee, whatever it may be. Turn the TV on. Alexis is doing everything. This is the wave of the future, the different things that are happening, and where can you find your business sense at? What is it that you want to do? We had a young lady on, Chocolate Ballerina. We had Chanel Holland on, and she has a Chocolate Ballerina company. Actually, they're African-Americans, one, one gentleman, but they're all young ladies in ballerina, and guess what? She's going, to, she's going to be very successful and thrive, and she's doing great things, okay? So, and I had some young ladies on before, and that was Aaliyah B, girls, and they were on. And they have a business called Aaliyah B, and they do a, have an online clothing boutique. They also do fashion shows and things like that, but they're also entrepreneurial and network with other young people, talking about 8-year-olds, 14-year-olds. They were on my show, my neighbors, and they have a business online. People are getting to the point where they realize this is their niche. They have to find their niche. And you got to find out where you're supposed to be. But you got to check yourself and make sure that you have the business suave that's in you a potential purpose that you need to do that particular assignment. It could be that arts and craft that you've been doing forever and ever and ever. And finally, it's going to take off. Finally, it's going to take off and be what you need it to be. Okay? So when you do that arts and craft, it may be that picture frame, the eight and a half by 11, whatever the pictures you take. You could be a good photographer. Now you got to learn how to market that photography that you're putting up with that sunrise. I did some sunrise pictures at um, City, Merlin when I was out there uh, last week. And tell you, it was beautiful. Um, I just wanted to see the, see the sunrise. I wanted to see it. And now a picture that I put online, but somebody gets get money for that, that knows what to do with it, how to market it. But there's always ways to prosper in this world, always ways to find your niche and make money. You have that business. Why? you got to work hard. It's not easy out here working and trying to make a living because, you know what, working from 6.30 in the morning, to 3 o'clock, this is my daily schedule every day. So we got to get before that, get dressed, whatever, be proactive, close out at night here, done at night, things like that. But also coming home, taking care of my mom, that's more work. And then other things, you know what, things I love to do, like being on the radio, I love DJing. So that's all part of work still as well, but there are things that consume time. You need to have time management to be a good boss. You've got to work your time out, okay? You want to be also reachable, personable, respectable, as well as cordial to those that you work with or talk to as far as business is concerned. You can't go to somebody and talk to them angrily and expect them to be in business with you. They're not going to want to do it. 
you cussing them out and saying all kinds of, no, they're not going to want to do it. You have to have a certain kind of diplomacy and tech about you how to talk to people and, you know, network, network. And that's what it got to be. Are you the, are you the even person that should be doing that? Or do you need to hire somebody, hire somebody to take care of that part for your public relations person to get your business off the ground? You're not good with the computer. Maybe you need to hire somebody that has computer sense that can build your website, manage your website, you know, do your invoices. People don't want no invoice now. It's all written down in, in pen and paper. That's back in the day stuff. That's really the old school, old school stuff. You got the invoice from the dollar store. You write it out. <laughs> you got the numbers and stuff on it to keep order. But come on. People want professionalism. They want that letterhead now. You can't just go any old kind of way. We're going any old kind of business. Shot. They call that shoddy. Shoddy. You can't be shady either with your business. Not receiving your phone calls. Not returning messages. Checking your email, you know. People know. They could tell. I'll be turning calls for two and three days. And come on, you gotta have 24 hours turnaround for most calls and stay it on your answer machine. You know, we will respond to you within 24 hours and do that. What you say you're gonna do? So be a person of your word. Be a man, woman of your word. You're gonna be committed to something. Be committed. Business. You gotta be committed. You gotta be serious about it. You know what? I know one person that was serious about work. <laughs> I picked out a song for y'all. I think uh, I think y'all like this because we're doing old school selections today. Old school. We're gonna go back. I'm gonna go back to my buddies. I love dearly the Osby brothers. And guess what? He said he had work to do. All right. He gotta understand. He got work to do. So here we go. We're gonna play the Osby brothers for you. Here we go. Woman, can't you see? I gotta make it for you. 
All right, all right. I hope y'all enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. I thought about that when I was going to play it for you, Ozzy Brothers. I said, I got work to do. That's what I'm doing right now, believe it or not. But I'm having a good time doing what I do. People call in 605-562-0444, 146-277-POUND, okay? One pound to listen and star two to conversate and relate to the topic on tonight. We're talking about being in business and the things that are necessary and required to maintain, sustain, obtain a successful business. It is hard work. We'll say something about that next for y'all, too. But you know what? Some people think that being an entrepreneur or sole proprietor, LLC, you got to think about all that stuff. You want to, hey, you have a business that you might get sued, or a business you want to just make sure that you have a, you want to have a partner. You got to figure all that stuff out. And are you going to be just a lone ranger, do things all by yourself? Are you going to link up with other people? This is real talk. Real talk about getting into business and working out the details. So there's a lot of paperwork involved, a lot of paperwork. And I know my CEO knows about that paperwork because he's been trying to work on that paperwork, getting it all done, doing his thing. And it's not a joke. You want to be an LLC, make that decision. Or how about this one, profit or nonprofit, setting all that stuff out, okay, not-for-profit, nonprofit, for-profit. What are you going to do with that? So it's good to get a, probably a lawyer, get an accountant, have a bookkeeper. You can, it's too much for you to do it all by yourself. It's a lot of work. So hopefully you can find that one or two people that will link up and get on board with you. You've got to pick a board of directors out. I'm saying a lot of stuff here, right? Because y'all know you know you've got to really concretely think about what you're doing. And all these things are in the details of what needs to happen before you do that business, okay? So doing that business, getting off the ground, let's say you decide that you want to do LLC. you got to do the Articles of Incorporation. you got to do executive summary. you got to be able to have monthly or quarterly meetings, business meetings, and make that thing legitimate. You know, even with the nonprofit, the same thing. you got to have meetings. you got to have those things and legitimately have those meetings, okay? Work all that stuff out location-wise, um, I think what's one of the good one of the good things about um, online radio or conference calls you can do conference calls and set your meetings up that way get a, a monthly meeting going that way. People, people, when the time's coming, people don't want, want to leave their house, but set it up where you guys have a monthly call something like that. All these things: the CEO, um, chief operating officer, chief financial officer. All these names are wonderful, but they carry a lot of weight, a lot of burden, a lot of responsibility. Do you want that for real, for real? So the bottom line is when you decide to go into business, picking that business out, what kind of business is it going to be? Is it going to be something that is going to be easy for you to do? Is it going to be your passion? You have a passion working with people, and so you decide to open up your, your home care business, or you work with people work with people that are entertainers. So you decide to do like my, my, my friend here, the CEO that will be on shortly. Um, Mr. Aaron Cisco, who has grown folks entertainment, and it's an LLC. You'll learn about all the different details here, all the things he went through to get to this point, the years he put in, the time he put in, and then even some of the things that may have been challenging for him, okay? So this is, a, this is tried and true. 
Um, he found a niche for himself, and he's going to get on here and tell you about that. Hopefully, he'll be on shortly. And once he gets on, then I want you guys to get in and ask some questions because you got a resource here. You're going to have somebody that's been down this road, got things going on, and, and they are sold-out shows, and he's been doing very, very well. So find out the knowledge you need to find out. And look, look, quality over quantity as far as just, you know, putting it out there and having a lot of different things you're doing. As far as multiplicity things you're doing all over the place, this is a niche, and this is what's going on. This is what's working for San Francisco, a.k.a. old school. So as we get into more about being an entrepreneur, maybe some people should just work a regular job. People should go to school and get a skill and a trade, okay? Like I'll say, for instance, I'll say my my daughter. I'll use my daughter as an example. Um, She went to school for medical assistant at first before she went to school for nursing. And she found that she loved that field. Well, I was in nursing since I was in the 90s, but a CNA, never went to school to be a nurse. But I told my children when they, whatever they want to do, I would back them up. So you got to have somebody that, that helps to back you up that's a motivator for you too, a, a cheerleader, you know. Treat people with respect to treat you back with respect, but hopefully those that link up with you will be those ones that want to undergird you and lift you up to motivate you to continue to be successful and not to be envious or jealous, pulling you down and talking about you. You've got to be mindful who you link up with, even with business. Be mindful. So we hope that that's what happened. So my daughter didn't decide to go a different road, but she decided to be a nurse after she went to the medical assistant school. And I told her, so whatever you decide to do, Anything positive, I see motive, I see a better way of life than I got, I'm all for you, all for you. So she had one child at the time. In nursing school, she had got pregnant with a second child. I was like, oh, my goodness, you didn't get pregnant in nursing school, did you? Well, guess what? She still finished 10 years in the, biz- 10 years in the business. Now, now she's a nurse educator. So she's been blessed. Is that your way to success and money? Maybe you like to make $25, $30 an hour. That's what your link is. You don't want the uh, headache of having your own business but want to work. Nursing is a good profession. Construction is a good profession. But you've got to sometimes go to school or link with somebody that, that will, don't, want, don't mind training you on the things you need to learn. And be a good mentor. So somebody, somebody when, they, when you want to be uh, taught by somebody else, you've got to be on time. You've got to be dedicated. You've got to be reliable, responsible. So all these things link up with being in business. So needless to say, I love selection for y'all. I've got another song for y'all. I'm going to play something else for y'all. And I thought about... All we're talking about, being in your own business is hard work. And this particular um, song that I want to play for you, I'm trying to get it up right now, it is something that I thought about. Um, we think about always having a song that, that talks about something, but this right here is just more music than anything else. I'm not going to play the whole thing as well, too, because I want you to get the gist of it. But it's, some, it's something fun and a little bit more jazzy and snazzy like I like, too, as well. And my person's not on the air yet, but they'll be here shortly. All right, here we go.
seven minutes long people i know they want to hear what more about business and being successful in business so that was just about hard work that was a jazz piece by john handy i like that so we're waiting for our guests to come in we're going to talk about now some of the personality traits of the person that uses about the business and we're going to get also into part of our topic we want to make sure that we get all the stuff that we want to talk about on air if you didn't hear what we're talking about tonight and our special guest tonight please call in 605 562-0444, 146-277-POUND is the caller ID, one pound to listen in, and star two to talk and ask a question or to share your business experience or your expertise, what's going on with you, and how you've been able to sustain yourself in these, these years as far as business is concerned, how you've made it to make it to where you are as a successful business owner, or are you on the other end where you're just starting out and you're a novice trying to really get in the right kind of business that's designed just for you. So you want to be, I want to have your own business. Well, 
some of the things that you need to realize when you have your own business and you are the business owner, it's all about you. All about you. And it's what you want to sell. You're actually selling yourself. You're selling who you are. Okay? You got to be driven. You cannot wake up the one day, want to be in business, and then the next day say, this is not for me. And maybe, you know, if it's not, but you put all the effort in, or two years later that say it's not for me and really, really, really not put more effort in. But what I wanted to find out was the percentage of people that are in business. And believe it or not, in a five-year span about business, about 50% of businesses that start out in about five years, they actually fail because of poor planning, poor management. People don't have any kind of, um, I would say, criteria or or not principles, but as far as structure, <clears throat> people that are being hired, as far as that goes, people are hiring friends and things like that. When you get into business, watch out family, watch out friends, because you know what? It has to be, somebody has to be serious. You can't go any kind of way and, like, it's like, okay, if it's work, if it's play, which one is it? You got to separate the friendship, separate the coworkers as far as um, those that, you know, mean you no good. You got to know who you're dealing with in business. You got to be driven. And driven is meaning be persistent, be consistent, you know, be consistent in what you put your mind to do. You know, don't, like, one day you're in and the next day you're out. Don't be wishy-washy. That's one of the words like, we like to use in old school language. We like to use that word wishy-washy. And don't be wishy-washy. Keep your mind on your business and your business and your business and your mind, so to speak. A little little saying, you can probably grab that and catch that and run with it if you choose to. <laughs> if you choose to run with that, you can run with that. So be driven. And I got... CEO on here, and I know DJ Chill want to maybe have a couple things he want to talk about about business, if he's still hanging in there. DJ Chill, you still on the line? You hanging in there? All right. So, all right. Yeah. All right. Right. So for our topic on tonight, and you know, because you had some things about business, and you know you want to do some things, so what do you think about um the characteristics of those people that people are, that are in business, and how would you understand that? You know, what what should you do as far as being a business owner? One thing you got to do being a business owner is have an understanding of people. Mm-hmm. You don't understand people, you might not make it too far because you're going to have crazy, you're going to have good ones, you're going to have bad ones, you're going to have lazy. you have all types of flavors. That's true. That's true. That's true. We talked about that. And even for the, for the person that owns the business, they got to know, know what their character traits are, okay? I mentioned something before about character traits, I think, on a, a show. Um, are you proactive? Are you reactive or inactive? And as a business owner, you got to be proactive because what's going to happen is you're going you're gonna to miss some opportunities, but you got to also set the pace for your business. Does that make sense? You got to set the pace you want the business to go in as well. You know, getting up in the morning, you can't be like, oh, another day. You got to look, you got to run to the day, run into it, motivate it, and knowing what things you want to accomplish through the course of that day. You know, write a little schedule down for yourself, those things you want to accomplish. If it's, or just one thing a week, you know, you're getting somewhere, you know, for the long term goal. So I'll share real quick, DJ Chill, you, you know about this already. 
that I'm getting ready to get my dancing school off the ground. I got paperwork that has to be done. But with dancing schools, you got to work with children. You have to have a lot of paperwork taken care of. And it's your child abuse clearance. It's your um, criminal background check, all that stuff. So putting that stuff into action, getting that back, I got two things back. I didn't do the FBI thing, but I'm going to make sure I'm going to see if they want that or not because that takes a little bit longer. I didn't know that. So I'm hoping that they don't want that. But I know I got the two other things back and I'm good. But the point I'm making is that the things you want to do, find out what all the criteria and all the things that happen, all the downfalls and all the, you know, good things that can happen as well, pros and cons, so to speak. You got to know those things as well when you get in the business. So thank you very much for helping me out with that one, you know. Um, well, got questions. Well, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Got more to say? Go ahead. You dag on right. Because um, you got to have imagination, and you got to have a dag on goal, and you got to have a a, a a stride. You gotta have a stride. You gotta have a, a freaking, a, a freaking. What do you call that thing? It's something you gotta have that. But if you don't got that, you gotta imagine there or fake it like you got that. You have your confidence. Confidence. Looking for the word confidence. Yeah, because I'm bold yeah. as hell. I mean, you gotta be bold. Because I, I tried saying that before on the other show when we still print was dropping down. It was a good hell of a show, but um. Being bold will make you do something that you never thought you could do because sometimes you'd be scared to do it because you're thinking too much about what you're going to do and then you don't know what you're going to do when you do it. Damn, that's hard. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I did not mean to say that to people that don't understand. <laughs> but I just threw a baseball at you. Did you catch it or did you hit it? Now, the other thing you got to do is have a fragrance. Being that whoever you see, they got to always remember you. That makes sense. That makes sense. Did you really remember? And then they start having a conversation about you, and guess what? You never be forgotten. So they're going to call on you one day, and if you got a good spirit besides a negative spirit, oh, they're going to love you every day. Problem is, they want to introduce you to other people that they want you to meet, and then they want you to treat them... um, the same way as you treat them. The problem is if they ain't got the same mindset because they might be envious of you or jealous of you, it's hard to treat them the same way. And some people don't understand that because they're like, well, I hooked you up. What happened? And the other person might lie because you want to have those days. People going to lie on you every day and hate on you all the days. You got to check your because, business, who you're hanging around, that's first of all. Hopefully you don't, we don't, you don't get into all that. Well, you got to nah, check who you have in the, in the company. But the business is you got to have to have the nerve to go to places that nobody has gone before. You, like, got to be Star Trek. You know, don't be sitting up there saying, well, I can't go down to the daggone gutter. I can't go to the projects. My business is too daggone fascinating. Well, one day, they might put you in a place where you're going to be associated with somebody that has another business, and you might be working there anyway. So now what you going to say? See, people be tripping sometimes. They get all freaking stagnant, or they get too um, JoJo, or they get too proud. Okay. You get too proud, then you just messed up a whole bunch of stuff for a long mile. You got to be able to be transparent. You got to be able to have fun on your job. See, I got been My business, anything goes mobile service. But I was thinking, like, I'm my business. As soon as I get my stuff rolling again, everybody want to have fun. You hire right. people to cook some food. 
and have that home cook food, you know, while the workers is doing work, cutting down some trees, might do some daggone rules, might do some, you know, black pot, might do some jumping move, might do some housing, whatever. But instead of eating that junk food all the time, how's somebody, you know, everybody eating everywhere? Eat some home-cooked food, you eat, you eat and you be like, yeah, well, you still working you're out? Te- you're taking care of your people. They got to take care of your people. So that's right. what I'm going I got now, it. check it out. Imagine if you have a job, you're going to set it, and then you hire a DJ. Because if you get money, 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 if you make a job fun when people want to come to work, like, yo, man, what you doing? I'm going to work. <laughs> what? But that's, 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 that's how, when you do outside work, I mean, that should be a little bit more. You guys still got to be safe, though. Time and treat. No, you gotta, no, you gotta the be music safe. is at lunchtime. Music at lunchtime. Well, music, you know they, can play, they can play their own music. Everybody don't have the same kind of thing when it comes to music, though. No, I, 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 well, well, my thing, well, my thing is, at lunchtime, we get home-cooked food, and we got DJ banging and a DJ beat, and everybody all happy. You know, we do it. And now your mindset is a whole different. Everybody's having fun. Everybody's feeling good. Everybody's full. Because some people don't got no food. That's it's true. hard to work with an empty stomach. That's but true. you make a job setting fun, everybody want to go to work. That's why I tell people... Get a job that you like to do. If you like to be around people, get a job. You like to crack on girls, get a job working at a dad's on gym. You can see the girls all day long. Well, hopefully you're going to a job that's going to have a criteria there as well. But I hear what you're saying. So let's see if yeah. our, our callers come in yet. I'm looking for old school to come if we can get this interview, you know, up and cracking. And I'm hoping that I can pay another selection for our guests. Thank you, DJ Chill. I appreciate your input very much. Thank you very much. All right. So. I'm going to put a selection for y'all real quick, check on my guests, see where they're at, and we can get some questions or more about talking about business, talking about being driven, and also about being confident. Thanks to DJ Chill, but being confident and know what you want to do. You want to have a good time at work? Are you going to work serious? Or you want to get your own business? You got to be careful, people. Whatever you decide to do, you got to put your mind into it. And guess what? It ain't going to hurt you. Kick it on down.
right, all right, all right. We had our. I thought you ain't going to hurt nobody doing that. It ain't going to hurt nobody to do some hard work. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say welcome to my special guest. I know my guest is on. We have a caller on the line, and I know that that's my buddy, Mr. Aaron Cisco. Old school. Is that you, buddy? How you doing? All right. Okay. Uh, okay, you I'm got me? I got you now. You How you me? doing, sir? Okay, yeah, I'm good. all right, baby. That was my jam. Ain't going to hurt nobody to get on down. <laughs> I was over here grooving. Look, we had the intro. Y'all were back to the 70s on that one, didn't you? That's my favorite era, believe it or not. <laughs> okay, well, listen, I ain't scared. You ain't, ain't scared? scared. Oh, I want to tell you where I was now. I graduated in 72. I ain't scared. Oh, you start in trouble, see? I ain't, we ain't trying to tell you how to tell listen, your age, I'm telling you. I was around. Listen, I ain't scared, I ain't scared of that neither. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome, welcome. I really ain't scared of that one. Well, thank you, baby. It's good to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. This is my special guest, everyone. This is Mr. Aaron Cisco, a.k.a. Old School. Talking more about that. Talking about being in business on tonight. You know, we, we've been just kind of prefacing some things there about characteristics of a business owner, and you might have heard some things. I'm not sure. but um, uh, Yeah, I heard a little bit that? from the, the brother that was talking uh, before you played the song. Okay. Uh, about not yeah, being confident about what kind of business he want to run. So, yeah. But let's yeah. talk about you being a promoter, and let's talk about some things as far as the history is concerned of why you got into this business, where you've been, who you've seen, what you've done. Let's start from the history so you can get a little idea of you know, who you the are. History. You're going to talk about mm. a little bit of, you know, bring them up to date. You know, go back I, to where you've been, the jobs that you had, and what got you into business and how you, you do what you do. Um, well, there's a, there, there's a lot of that. Um, but I've always enjoyed entertainment. I've only always enjoyed entertainment. And I'm going to tell you, the, I'm going to be candid here. I, don't like, I used to like to drink. So I figured if I like to drink, I better be where they got the drinks at. <laughs> so, okay. So so I I was a bouncer, a bartender. Uh, you know, I was I was around it. I I spent three years out there dancing and shaking it. I mean, I I have done so many things in the in the wait a second in the entertainment in the entertainment field that uh, you know. But it all it all it all comes to to bear with with what we do now. But yeah, I said it. You heard me. I... You didn't say you was a dancer. Did you? You say you was a dancer? Yes, I did. You had a name. What was your name? <laughs> my name was my name was Caress. Oh no, I was I was okay now. Oh, I, I was goodness. I was all right. I got paid. Oh. <laughs> but you have to. But let me let me say this to you. I, I I became that because I was in a relationship that didn't work well for me, so I needed some attention. And and oh I spent three years doing that, and I got all the attention I could I could stand. So it was okay. Wow. But you have to understand that that is not a career. That's something that no. you do. That's a hustle. No. That's a hustle. Okay. A hustle. There'll never be any benefits in it. That, you know, and the benefits from it, you outgrow. Okay. The benefits that come from it, you outgrow. So, you know, I mean, if that's, you know, if that's what you do, fine. And, and, and I did it, but it had its place, okay? I had a degree when I was dancing. So okay. that was another story. You know, that was another story altogether. I wasn't the same kind of guy as the other guys. 
So I never looked at it the same way. They called me caress, and I was giving out cards for doing, you know, come to your house massages. Not, and I ain't talking about nothing uh, uh, shaky. I'm, I would, I could actually do massage. I learned in wow. Korea when okay. I was in the service. So okay. let's once again let's make this a business. Okay, if we're gonna wow. have some fun and we're gonna do some things, let's turn it into a legitimate business. So I have I brought a table. I had I had a, a, a I used a baby bottle warmer to warm up the oils, and I did you know. And let's have a business. Okay, and wow. it's always it, for me. It's always been about that some some type of way. You know I, hear you. I, mean? I was I've been a I've been a DJ. I was a DJ when I was young. Uh I could get into the clubs at sixteen because I was big for my age as long as I didn't take any of my simple friends with me. I put on a suit and tie and I could get in any bar or club in the city. Wow. So you watch company company should <laughs> so, not go with you because yeah. you was you was mature being mature and professional, you couldn't take company that that does not measure up your silly friends. No, and, and and listen to me. When you when you grow up, and I was the only child, of only child. You have to understand that you have to get to a point where you don't want other people to make mistakes for you. Mm. So if I if I'm telling a story to somebody at the bar, I'm 16, but I didn't say it. I was 22. I don't need nobody else around to not get the numbers right. Okay, if I didn't say it, I was 22, I know what year I was supposed to be born in. So when somebody asks me, I can ask, and my friend don't have to mess it up for me. Okay. Okay. All right. And, be, and right. because I'm with him, I'm not going to get served. No, 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 no. Let's not go through any of that. And I got an education from that because I could do something on the weekends that nobody else did, and I didn't tell anybody about it. Well, you, was, so you, said you had a business list. mind from a young age. You had a business mind at a young age, sounds like to me. It's about making well, money. Well, I, I tell you the truth. I tell you what it was. It stemmed from wanting to be around grown folks. Hmm. Okay? And when you spend your time back then, when you spent your time around older people, it wasn't important that you had an opinion. It was important that you were willing to listen. Sometimes okay. when you voiced your opinion, you just proved that you had no business being in the conversation. Mm. Don't be so. A lot of people are in too in too much of a rush to talk. Why are you talking before you know what the subject matter is? And let's find out if you really know something about what you're talking about, or if you're saying something that you heard on on YouTube, or you you know you saw on YouTube, or saw on television. You don't really know. You don't really have the facts. You you don't really wow. read. You know what I mean? Right. You, you right. have to you you have to be careful. You people don't understand how much you control with silence. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Silence is your control. Opening your mouth it could be your downfall. Wow. So being a businessman, you got to make sure that you're talking what you're supposed to be talking about, and then listening carefully. So you can evaluate what's going on with the situations. Hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. You know, you su- you're supposed to make language subordinate to thought, which only means that you're supposed to think first before your mouth fly open. Wow. All right. Can we go back here a little bit? Let's go back to sure. you being that bouncer. Bouncer. And you was at the bar. You was bartender. 
So did you ever manage a bar? Did you ever have your own spot that you oh, could control managed, over? I, I managed um, uh, a bar called a club called Jaguar at Shelton Having No Guns. It was Jarrett's for a while. I danced there when it when it was Jarrett's. Um, mm-hmm. I managed a place called the Thirty Second Street Pub at Thirty Second and Allegheny. Um, so those were the two management pieces. But I took the 32nd Street Pub, which was just being bought by the guy that owned Jared's. Uh, he made me, I went to apply for a bartender job. He asked me, had I ever thought of managing when he saw my resume? So wow. I, I told him, yeah, but I had never managed a bar before. But the first thing I did with that bar was cleaned it up. Let's get rid of all the guys that are trying to sell drugs and stand on the corner and doing this, that, and the other. And I called the police and said, listen, I want you to drive by here so many times a night to keep the corner clean. I got rid of hmm. the guys that was drinking uh, 24-ounce cans with a straw. and All that got to go. We got to get rid of that so we can make the grown folks that have jobs feel mm-hmm. better about coming into this place. And in 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 less than a year's time, I took that bar from twenty two hundred dollars a week to forty five hundred dollars. Wow! With the with the same but with seventeen bar stools. But wow! It was, that's crazy. Well, you have to but see. You got to know your demographic. I if hear you. you I hear if you. you cater, if you cater to people of a lower income. And I'm not talking about I'm not talking about rich or I'm not trying to be high sedity. But there's a middle class, working class group of folks that don't want to feel threatened when they're spending the money that they worked hard for for the last two weeks. So you gotta mm-hmm. make them feel like they're it, that you appreciate the fact that they come there to spend time with you. That's the job of a, a bar or a tavern owner, to make the people feel special, almost like the old show Cheers. You want to go somewhere where everybody oh, yeah. knows your name. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right? And you want to be treated as such. Even when, you, even when you have a little too much to drink, what I used to do is go down to the person, sit right beside them, get in their ear, and say, I'm not going to pour you another drink. So when you get finished this one, I want you to act like it's your idea and get up and roll up out of here. I'm not going to give you any more to drink. Now, I can't stop you from going somewhere else, but I'm not going to serve you. And now I'm going to walk away from you so that five minutes from now you can make it look like you decided that that was going to be your last one. And if you don't, don't come in here tomorrow. Wow. Okay, now nobody knows that but me and him, see. Nobody knows Mm -hmm. that but but him and I, as opposed to you being down the end of the bar talking about, yo, JoJo, you flagged. Yeah. See, embarrassing him. Embarrassing him, yeah. Class, yes, exactly. So, it's not what you do, it's how you do it. You said you went to the service. I was a military policeman in the service, yes. Yeah, and and let me tell you my thinking on that. I decided to be a policeman because I I wanted to have a job where how much rank I had wasn't the issue. Because, see, if you broke the law, you broke the law. It didn't make no difference what rank Mm -hmm. you were. Breaking the law. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, on the back end, I can be a cop anywhere in the United States and get a veteran's preference because I was a cop in the service. So I'm going to get another 20 points on my test 
from the from the gate. Wow. So you 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 had a lot of things about. Even though you was you was making some moves, you had still futuristic things or professionalism in your mind because it's like even from doing the bouncing to the bartender to managing, like they saw that in you. They saw that gift in you to manage or you already put yourself professional before people with that resume and everything you said you did. You know, even when mm-hmm. you said you danced, mm-hmm. you made that a business, a, a massage, you were a masseuse as well. I mean, you right. did that. You did exactly. DJ at a young age. So you got a lot of stuff going on. Now here, you love the entertainment business Okay, you did the um, the military. I don't know how many years I didn't get. I didn't ask you how many years that I you were in the military. And I, I, I just I just did I just did three years in the military, but I I spent twenty years as a counselor at the Youth Study Center. Wow. Okay. I retired okay. from the Youth Study Center. I've been retired from there <laughs> now for nine years. Okay. All right. So all all your your I don't know. It's like you like you have the men, you have that business mind. Okay, even when you did with the work with the young people, um, mm-hmm. how'd that come about? You get into the youth study center. Why'd you decide to go there and, and not be a well, police be, officer? Uh, you well, said you because had police background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be, well, because I had the police background, that made me better suited. See, you have to understand when I went to the youth study center, one of the questions in the interview was, "Can you fight?" What? Because that, <laughs> yeah, that was one of the questions. Yeah, can you fight? Oh, see, I, I I went to the Youth Study Center in 1989, okay? It's a different kind of kid in there. Everybody didn't have a gun. Some of them guys could rumble. And if you're going to be in there, you've got to understand that the Youth Study Center is not, even though they had school in there, the Youth Study Center is jail for kids. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's jail. So if if you're in a cafeteria, and there's 35, 40 kids in there, and it's one counselor for every six kids. And this boy over here got a beef with that boy over there from another neighborhood. They know each other from the street. Um, if they get chance to get together and tussle, once again, you, 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 you have to be able to handle yourself. Okay, if not, you're a liability. Come That's with true. the territory. So, Come with the territory. Um, tell us how you got this name, this name Old School. I want to talk about that from real the youth, quick and see how you got that name. At, from the Youth Study Center, same place. I used to tell the kids, don't call me dog. Dogs lick their own privates. And don't call me old head because old heads wash cars for crack and go to the state store for you. So you call me old school because every time you talk to me, you're going to learn something. And it carried over. I carried it into comedy because I did five years of stand-up comedy. Uh, I've opened for Adele Givens and D.L. Hugh Lee. They're my two favorite stories. Um, But I decided that because I didn't start doing comedy until I was 49 years old. So I had Mm -hmm. to decide whether I was going to continue to do what it takes to try to be Kevin Hart, which is just like wanting to be a professional athlete. Right place, right, right time, super talent, and the right people got to see you. I don't. I didn't have time for that at 49. So at this point, I'm 63, and I decided to try to give the classiest show that I possibly could. And um, 
you know, I mean, it's that this this show started in a place that only held thirty five people. I, you know, I can't make that up. At, at 35th and Wharton in Club 121, tickets were $15. But I had a vision. I could see more. Now, we went to three other places before we got to where I'm at now, and then I went on my own. But okay. on my own just meant that God became my partner. And okay, let's from, talk about with that, that being said, with that, with that being said, yeah, spiritually, I'm 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 fixed on that. I'm I'm not I'm not outside giving out tracks and banging tambourines, but I believe in the creator, and I do believe that he's got a plan for all of us, and I'm doing what he's chosen me to do. So that's okay. why it's going so well. It couldn't possibly, because I came up with a way to share money with people. Okay. I came well, up with talk- a way to show people how to make money without having any. Wow. Okay, so okay. that's that. That's nothing but God sent and I do three gospel shows a year too. Um, you, the the one that you saw was one of the secular shows. That was a, it's either R and B or gospel. So the, the the next show, the December show, is an R and B show. The January mm-hmm. show is uh, a gospel, gospel show. Gospel show, but mm-hmm. it's just it's gospel music. It's it's clean comedy, but it's still it's it's almost like it gives Christians a nightclub. That's what it does without being vulgar. You know what I'm saying? It gives mm-hmm. it gives you somewhere to go where you can get dressed and you can dance a little and you can laugh and you can let your hair down and you can have a drink if you want it. We're going to give you dinner. We're going to take care of you just like the old nightclubs used to do. This is back to the future. What I'm doing is not new. What I'm doing is bringing back what your parents used to appreciate. Right. Okay. Okay. And, right. and if... And if you can appreciate class and you don't mind going somewhere where they don't let you wear sneakers, where they don't let you wear jeans, where they don't let you wear athletic gear, where I don't care if the jeans cost $500, buy a sundress for $5 and come like somebody in some shoes, whatever. You know, if you can understand that we don't compromise what we do, then you're welcome, and then, you know, if if you want to get a little of the stock, then you can take tickets and you can make money from the tickets, providing you're bringing in the kind of people that are already in there. And we want like-minded people. I'm not trying to be smart with it. That's just my target demographic. I didn't right. – I didn't, you, I'm, I'm sorry, we're not going to hear no rap when you come you, in you, there because I want your you mother to be able to come. I want your mm-hmm. grandmother to be able to come, and I want you to be able to appreciate. Mm-hmm. You had you found a niche, okay. so that's a good thing. So let's talk about this. You said when you before you got out on your own. Let's let's go from let's let's do this baby thing. When you start, how did you get started, and why did you start? I know you said you love entertainment, but what happened that made you get to this particular entertainment business, and well, how did you start out? Um, I always thought I was funny. All right, but, but prior to that, I I'd been a DJ, okay, and I had done oldies affairs like the the you know like the the Sunday afternoon oldies where you know the tickets were ten dollars and you get a little something to eat and 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 you danced, mm-hmm. okay. I did the, I I did a couple of those, so I, I I knew what that was like. I was never shy with the with the microphone, but I had that background, and then I started doing comedy. 
So when I started doing the comedy and realized, you know, uh, I still had the expertise to put together a show. So that's that's kind of where that started. And I had a partner at the time that was real good with people and selling tickets. So I concentrated on the production value of the show, and I let him concentrate on getting the people in there. You okay. Know, and, uh, you know, so you had, a part, it, you had a partner. Initially you had a partner. Yeah. And how long were you all together for, mm-hmm. your partner and you? How long, how long were you in business? 13 years. We were, we were, 13, we were th- 13 years. years. Yeah, we did. We, as a matter of fact, we did the first indoor crab feast at uh, Jarrett's on Sheldon and Ogans. They had two sides, so one side was soundproof, and we did the crab feast on that side. And then we would let people go over to the other side and dance. But the people that were over there dancing couldn't come over to the crab feast, and it was all wow. you could eat. And you know, it was it was unheard of because we did it in February. And that ain't wow, even crab yeah, season. Wow, that's unheard of. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that ain't even crab season. Okay, so and because of that, it sold like wildfire. See, the one of the keys, one of the keys to to business and successful business is not doing what you see somebody else do. Mm-hmm. Okay, really, you 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 cut your chances down considerably. When you see somebody else do something, you say to yourself, I could do that. Because you don't even know what mistakes they're making. They don't even know that there are mistakes they're making. Just, it's, just, it's just little things that you're supposed to know about the business that people don't take time to learn. All they do is see what's going on. They count the number of people. They multiply that times the price on the ticket, and they think that that's how much they can make also. Right. Mhm. Bad, bad answer. Bad. <laughs> right. Okay. Bad, bad answer. The best that you can get out of that is people that are curious. Half of them want to see you fail. You get those people for the mm-hmm. first time you do something, and everybody's around you looking, and you think you're a success till you try to do it again, and ain't a soul there. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay, talk and about that. You, you, you know, you had a sh- you had something like that before. You said people, some people didn't show up before, or you had a smaller. Well, place. I exactly. listen. Wait, 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 wait. I ain't talking about me. <laughs> talking about me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've seen it happen. I ain't talking about me. Okay. But I, right. I, and I and I don't mean no harm. But I've always built. I've, I've always built what I do a little different. You understand? Mm-hmm. I always knew that even though we're marketing. See, here's the thing. A lot of people will do their first thing, and their first thing involves everybody they know, and all their people show up for them. Well, once we showed up for you once, we're not going to just keep putting money in your pocket. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, I, we said this last time. Your friends are not going to make you a success. You might as well forget it. If you ain't prepared to meet some new people and have some new people invest in you, or at least mm-hmm. at least see at least want to want to sow into you, then mm-hmm. you 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 marching out the world backwards. Your friends aren't going to carry you. Forget it. Wow. Really, for, forget it. That's not going to happen. I'm not saying that none of your friends will appreciate what you do. 
Some of them will. But in their eyes, to support you would be taken away from them. And they really don't want to see you do no better than they're doing. Okay. That's a good point. That's a good point. They will speak speak deaf to your dreams. They will tell you all the reasons why it won't work. Okay? What that's supposed to do, though, is let you know who you can talk to about things and who you can't. With the person you're supposed to talk to, if you've got something that you really want to do and you see somebody that you can appreciate the way they're doing it, talk to them. If they'll be yes. kind enough, if they'll be kind enough to share, talk to them. Okay, show them some mm-hmm. respect for where they've gotten, and they can save you a whole lot of heartache and headache. If 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 you can be mentored, see that's yes. the other thing too. A lot of people just want to start off boss. What you right. boss of? What are you, <laughs> what are you in? What are you in charge of? You ain't even right. in charge of yourself. Hmm. Now you now you want to let me you want you want me to let you tell me what to do, man. And character get out of played a part in that too. Character played a part. You got to know how to talk to people too. Oh well. sure, sure. You have to build a reputation. You have to be the kind of person that that people will listen to. First of all, that's first. Don't don't think that you can you can run a business and and do it without leadership. You have to be able to lead. Your people have to be comfortable with with following you wherever you're going. And it starts with not asking them to do anything that you're not willing to do. To do yourself. Yeah, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Okay. To do yourself. That's a, that, mm-hmm. You know, that's a, that's, a, that's a respect factor. Too many people want to say, uh, he worked for me. Man, don't nobody work for me. We all work together. This wow. thing don't work unless we all work together. Ain't no big eyes and little U's. Okay. This is what we do. How, how about um, the the micromanaging? You mentioned about that she wouldn't do anything, wouldn't do yourself. People sometimes want to stand over you while you're doing something. You ever experienced that when you've done things and you are you well, you're not that kind of boss? <laughs> I, well, listen, let me, let me tell you something. Now I, I I've been accused of that. Okay. But I was accused of that. Uh, between 2012 and 2015. And you were partnering then? Were you a partner then? No, I, well, no, no, no. My, no I, my, my partner and I split up in 2012. First show I did by myself was in two, the April of 2012. Um, okay. But I, I've been, not that I stood over top of you, I had a way that I wanted things done. So I would tell I would tell my people how I wanted. I won't say my people. I would tell my people that we worked with that how I wanted things done, mm-hmm. and I would tell them why. See, this is a that see that's a big difference when you can explain to somebody the reason why you want things the way you want them. Mm-hmm. It's different from just saying just do it because I said so. Big difference. Big difference. Mm-hmm. It's like me not, for instance, I take, like I said last week, I take the bar stools away from the bar at our show. So you won't be sitting there drinking courage. You won't be in the way when other people walk up. We got 400 people in this room. Everybody would like a drink at some point in time, and we don't want no line for it. Right. And we don't have to have one because nobody's in the way. 
Everybody's out of the way. Meanwhile, if you're walking back and forward, you stay sober long. That's true. But if nobody explains that, you know, if nobody explains that, then you don't understand why it takes place. Now you're supposed to say to me, well, he knows something. Let's hear some more. And this is why we do this like this. And this is why we do this like this. And this is why I get here an hour before you do so that these things are done and I see to it that they happen. I do most of them myself. When we when when it's time to move a table, they they've got maintenance people at the place that I that we do our show, but that doesn't stop me from helping them. I got you. Because I ain't bigger than I ain't bigger than they are. You make those, make sure okay. things are straight and don't like you have a criteria. At, so speaking at, about absolutely. That, now, but but see, once that, you do that, once you do hmm. that, you don't have to do it anymore. See, you get to a point where you can stop. And that's they know when you how start you being friendly. That's when you start being friendly. That's when that's when you can start having a good time because everybody's on not only in the same book but on the same page. Got it. They know what's expected of them because you sh- you laid it down. You mentored them. You showed them what you want done and told them Absolutely. and did it with them. And then that's that sets the criteria. Okay, so I, I, I understand that. I understand that. Absolutely. So expl- Absolutely. explain your explain your vision for grown folks entertainment and you said that you're unique I know you made that niche for yourself and I, the question I'm asking here is you know how to preserve your business and you know there are other businesses going on here and there's like they come mm-hmm. a dime a dozen people, people do what you do how did you put yourself in a different place and what you saw going on and what made you do, like you said, I, I, the way you did? You answered that before. I, I think answered it already a little bit. Explain it a little bit I put more. The money, I put the money back into the show. I didn't ah. go to the Bahamas. I didn't go to the Bahamas. I didn't go on the cruise. I didn't go on the crab feast of Baltimore. Okay? Mm-hmm. I put the money back into the show. Because you can, you, it, in order to have class, it takes money. Let's not, let's not fool each other. Let's not act like it don't, and let's let's not act like money don't count. Now, what we got to do is is figure out how we're going to get it. Okay, that's what we're going to figure out. Now, the other thing that I did was I put together a program where people could make money just like multi-level marketing. The difference is you don't have to put any money in, and you you know you do the work and you you get out what you get out. It didn't cost you a thing. So the hustle is bringing like-minded people into this thing and getting X amount of dollars per ticket for it. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you know, that that's that's the business. The other side of the coin is having a product that's undeniable when the people walk through the door. Now, that means that we're not having barbecue chicken at my joint and we and we serving food all night long, and I don't mean any harm. I'll use this example. This ain't Parkside Avenue. We're not doing it like that. See, the first thing that you have to have is order and structure. That will separate you from three quarters of the people that are doing what 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 you know what you what you're doing. Okay. Order and structure and foundation separate you immediately. Immediately. Now you got to know where you want to go. And see, most people want to get most people's conception of business is getting the most for the least. I'm mm. afraid that, that I'm, I'm afraid that you're in the dark ages if that's what you think. 
you can't help okay. but have that crab in the barrel mentality if that's what you think. Put your money Nobody's going to invest in that. Mm-hmm. Got it. You know, nope. Nope. So nobody only, will invest in that. I only saw a few sponsors on your flyer. When you put your, your flyers out, talk about that. You put that product out there. Um, what goes into that? You you make sure all that stuff is straight too, as well. Even the flyer down to the tickets as well. I do. I I I sit with the graphic artist on every single individual flyer. There has not been one that's my that's 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 me and God's design. That coin we the got and the gospel show. My face goes up in the right hand corner of the flyer. And in the secular show or the R&B show, my face goes up in the left-hand corner of the flyer. That's the brand. That's the trademark for right now, okay? And it's mm-hmm. not important that it be anything else. Uh, mm-hmm. Grown Folks in Grown Folks Entertainment, LLC, is, is at the top. It's there. And we are a legitimate LLC with an EIN number, so we're not running from nobody. We're filing taxes. We're doing what we're supposed to do uh, so we don't have to look over our shoulder. Uh, awesome. And and yes, I, I sit I sit with every single flyer, every letter that go on that flyer. I'm sitting with the graphic artist for, and they know me by now. We've been doing it for years, so boy, do we bust it up when we putting the when we putting the flyer together. And it's a lot of fun. But what I've done now, and here here's something else that nobody else does. When you come, if you come to the show in December. I will not only have a flyer on the table for January, which is the next, which is the gospel show. I will have a flyer on the table for April and May, which is going to be my 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 Easter gospel show and a Mother's Day show. Which is this is the first time in six years we've done a Mother's Day show. Okay, <laughs> but I want to. I'm 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 dying to do that, and I want to have all men. On the on on the flyer for Mother's Day, I was going to do a Father's Day show oh, wow. okay. with all women, but the Father's Day show is a harder sell. Don't nobody really give a damn about fathers. I don't mean no harm. <laughs> That's the way. You know, y'all don't y'all don't really care. You go, you really. I I, I go to Red Lobster. I go from I table to comment. table. The fathers at the family, and let me tell you something. The fathers in there, the family done bought them, but the father got to pay for everybody to eat. Get out of here. <laughs> don't say that. Hey, come on, Daddy. Let's go to Red Lobster. The whole oh, family go to Red Lobster, and Dad still got to pick up the tab. Ill, ill. There's something <laughs> rotten in this well, bar. That's that's not right. <laughs> no, but you know, you know, you know what you're gonna get on Father's Day a tie. I don't listen here. I'm not messing with Father's Day. We're not, we're not that bad. Come on now. Give us a little bit of props. Yeah. We do pretty good. Some mm-hmm. of us are pretty good. It's a quarter. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's get back to business. Mm-hmm. Let's not do okay. the name calls. Okay. Back to business. Okay. <laughs> but, now, right. see, but, but understand something. Because of the way the business is built and because we do fundraisers and because I have people that may take 100 tickets. Okay. okay, I may I have people that may take a hundred tickets and make fifteen hundred dollars for having a good time. Fifteen hundred, that enough for you? They didn't do any work but sell tickets, and they made profit. They, they, sold, they, they sold. They sold. They made fifteen dollars a ticket. Ain't that simple? It's it's simple and profitable to sell hundred tickets. Yeah, oh, sure, sure. And you didn't do nothing but get dressed and come. And have the show, everything done for you. The show is already already there. Comedian, uh, you, you, you did all you, the work. 
listen to me. When you, if you take a hundred tickets, then when you walk in the door, you have ten tables with your name on them, mm. and those are your All reserved tables. Okay, so this and, is the part where the we talk about we talk, talk about you're setting yourself apart by make people making money off of the tickets. They're also not doing any work. They're the dinner. You have dinner. You have a show. Yes. You have a comedian. Talk about that, how you did a variety show, because you named a variety show for a reason. You don't just have one thing going on. Well, because, be, be, see, that's the that's the subliminal seduction part. And see, if you don't know nothing about subliminal seduction, you can't keep up with our show. You follow me? See, this is how you, that's how you separate yourself from other folks, by what you know and what they don't know. And I don't mean no harm. I'm just trying to tell you that that's what it takes, okay? We give you dinner from 7 to 8.15. It's, it's a strategy because in order to start our show on time, you got to be there on time. Okay. So we feed you first. So we feed you first. You miss dinner, you miss dinner. I feel for you, but I can't reach you. But most people are there. Now we're playing music, and then we're going to go to, we're going to get into our program. We're going to do, uh, we're going to introduce our vendors. We're going to let the MC go from vendor to vendor because we got wireless mics, and they can say what they want about their product. And then we're going to, we're going okay. to have somebody sing a gospel song because that's how we start. We're bringing, we're bringing the creator into the room. And then we do a fashion show with people from the audience. Uh, wow. We have, a, okay. we have a 50-50 where we give out money. We give out $50. We, we do a 50-50. You don't have to buy no raffle tickets. Your, your ticket, when you, the ticket that you brought to get in is your ticket, is your stub for uh for the raffle. The raffle. When you That's come awesome. in, we tear your okay. ticket in half. There's there's numbers on both ends. You keep half, we keep half. So it's a built-in raffle. You don't have to spend any more money. Okay. Uh, we give you we give you singers. Uh, sometimes we'll have a tribute, like we had the tribute to Luther, I think, when you were there. Luther so Vandross, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So we'll, we'll do that. And then after that, I'll come out, almost like Law and Order, where they give you a whole lot up front and then – it's like here go to show part two. And you host okay. the show. Right. I host the second half. My man Joe, mm-hmm. Coach Joe, hosts the first half. Okay. And once again, it's like it's like shifting gears while you're sitting in the same seat. We take you on a roller coaster ride in your seat. You don't have to walk to the next room. You don't have to go over here. You don't have to go over there. You don't have to wait. You don't have, there's no dead air. There's never a time when there's nothing going on and you got to entertain yourself. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be the kind of show where if you're sitting at the table and somebody says something, you'll say, shh, be quiet. I'm mm-hmm. trying to watch the show. I don't want to miss it. Right. Them. Okay. And then at 11 o'clock. the show's going on. Right. Right. And then when the, at 11 o'clock, the show's over. So now if you want to go ahead and get it in, you want to get lit, you want to turn up, go ahead. Just get out of here with it. (laughs) Right. Well, you got a lot of good information. I hope they're getting all this. And people calling, if they hold on one second, get a public service announcement, let people know that you on the air, Mr. Aaron Cisco, uh, old school, a.k.a. old school. He is talking some, talking some nuggets here about how to, 
sustain yourself in business and make yourself a part, be unique, be different, don't be the, not, not the same, and putting it down. And I love that because that's, that's, that's gold. That's gold. And I love that because you made your own niche there. So people call in 605-562-0444. Put that code in. Call the ID 146-277-POUND. One pound to listen in and start to to ask questions. And I know I have our CEO on, Mr. On Point. You in the building? On Point? I'm on point. I'm definitely in the building, DJ Philly J. All right, What's appreciate going it. On? What's going on? We, our guests, we have our guest here. This is the CEO for On Point Radio. And uh, okay. this goes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace, power, peace, power, and blessings, brother. Peace, power, and blessings. Um, Thank you, man. I was sitting listening to the show. Uh, I, I was sitting and listening to the show. And I'm saying to myself, if that's old school, then I must be little old school. You know what I'm saying? Um, because a lot of what you are saying and a lot of what you're sharing is a lot of what I've done. Uh, both uh, was I was in the military, but I didn't. I wasn't in there long because I got an honorable discharge for uh, being shot out in the street. Um, we both worked in the juvenile facility. You worked at the Youth Study Center. I worked for Wordsworth. Um, okay. We both in the promoter game. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And I'm just sitting here listening to a lot of what you're saying, and I'm hearing a whole lot of myself and, 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 and the things that you're saying. Um, okay. The only difference is I hear that you have, you know, a lot more years of experience in it than I do. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. But I'm, I'm I'm digging everything that I'm hearing, man. Um, and and I, I'll tell you a quick story. I went to your show, the last show, um, to meet Philly Joy up there, and I had a lot going on. So she told me she was like, "You can't. You you got to be dressed up." And I'm like, all right, okay. well, some places you go dressed up, you can put on a pair of jeans, you can put on a blazer, you know what I mean? So right. I know I wasn't going to put on those terms. I know, I eat, you know, but I had on my jeans and I had on my, my, my sweater that buttoned up like a, a Bill Cosby type sweater, you know what I mean? Right. And I had on these gray shoes that my daughter bought me for Father's Day, but they were like, they had like a, a sneaker sole to them, but they were shoes, <clears throat> they weren't sneakers. Yeah, yeah, so my brother stopped me at the front door and was like, yo, you pick somebody up? I was like, I was like, oh, I'm to my head. He was like, you can't come in with no jeans on, brother. I was like, are you serious, sir? So yeah, very serious. was like, Joy, I'm out here, man. Listen, they not letting me in this joint. So uh, she came and let me out, out front, and um, I, it was real. It was real, you know what I'm saying? But yes, I, sir. I, it was one of them things where I was rushing, pressed for time because I told her I was sure, there, sure, and I wanted to keep sure. my word. But I didn't have sure. time to, to dial it up. And, you know, so I, I grabbed the closest thing that I could find to dress wear. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I apologize to, to Joy. No, 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 no apology necessary. I appreciate you. That was real, brother. 
Like, they ask yes, everybody coming out, they dressed up. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right, yeah, right, right, real, right. It ain't it like we real. made it up. Right. It ain't like we made it Because, see, we use people, and, and, and this is what we use to, to make them really throw it on. We do that fashion show. You know what I mean? We pick people for, you know, for the fashion show. But let me say this to you in, de- in defense of class. If you had bought a ticket to that show, okay, and they didn't let you in because of the way you were dressed, they would have taken your old ticket and given you a ticket to the next show. Okay. Nobody on the planet that's does dope. that. You feel me? That's, that's class. That's, that yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. that's not me saying I don't want you here. I'm saying I don't want you here till you that's run. Good business. You follow that's me? Good business. You know, I ain't trying to tell that's you too bad, too sad. Ha ha ha! I got your money. See, that's that old bull. You know what that is. See, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't playing right. like that. I'm coming correct all the way across the board, okay? Because that's the only way right. you can play. You can't put, you can't do it for this one. Don't do it for that one. Do this, do that. I don't even let people call me to the door. My, my door, the, the, the guys on the door. If you said, but which could you get old school? That's my man. They're gonna look at you like you're crazy and tell you that I paid. We pay them. Not to come get me. My feet bad. I don't feel like walking all with you. Know how much? How how many? How much uh, acreage I got to cover to get from the the stage all the way to the front door? Man, you might well call nine one one. Take me away from there. <laughs> but uh, and, and and listen, listen to this. Uh, uh, listen to this. Here comes some old school stuff for you right now. Right right here. When people put their clothes on. They they have less of a tendency to be upset about anything. Okay, and and you don't drama. start you don't you don't less start arguments stuff. in your good gear. You don't you know stuff don't bother right. you in your good right. gear. Okay, you and and I don't Absolutely. know nobody want to rumble. I don't know nobody want to rumble in shoes. <laughs> right. I don't know. I want to rumble this wow. shit. It broke your neck. Wow. Right. So, so you know, I mean, like, we we laugh, but those are things that people don't take into consideration, and and you have to when you're deciding what kind of business you want to build. After you build your business, it's not nearly as important who you let in as it is who you keep out. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. You understand? Right. You want you want like-minded people that see this thing the same way. You want to be able to come into a place you by yourself. You sit at the table. By the time the night is over, you know everybody that was at the table with you. That's a different flavor. That's back in the fifties and sixties. You walk outside mm-hmm. right now, you'll walk past people that won't even speak. Look you right in your eye and I speak. But when I was coming up, everybody spoke. What's up, brother? You threw your fist up in the air. Yep. The other thing, I want to say real quick, Mr. Sisko, I really appreciate um, what you're putting down because um, you talk about also kind of like almost like family too as well, and people got to get back to that. We, we forgot that. And business is not just about you making a dollar, which you said earlier. You also mm-hmm. help to people to, to um, be able to make money for selling their tickets, also promote the nonprofits sure. there as well. Talk about some of the people that come that support 
the different organizations that help to support you support as well that you well, also help the, to sow seeds into? The, 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 the sponsorships just starting when when we do the uh, April and the May flyers, we will have more of more information about uh, Wrapped in Pink Organization for Breast Cancer Awareness, who I'm I'm partnering with in as much as uh, there are people of that age or of a certain age that are going through that that come to my show and they may want to get involved in this group. Well, go right ahead. Not only that, you're already coming to the show. So get your tickets from that organization and let that organization make a portion of the money. I don't care. I'm sharing. I don't mind sharing. That's why God put me here. So we can take this girl's organization. There's no telling what we're going to do with it by the time the next six shows are over, which is what she is contracted for. I have another group called uh, We Pay It Forward that are helping kids with school supplies, books, tutoring. She's part of the show. The same thing is happening. If you're if you're an ex-educator or an educator, you got something to bring to this to this program, then bring it and get your tickets through them and yeah. let them make money from the show. All right. My CEO has a question for you um, that's on the line right now. Mr. On Point, you got another question? Yeah, yeah, I do have a question. Um, oh. Old school, brother. Let me ask yes, you, sir. Because this is a question. I've, I've, I've been around uh, a lot of promoters in my short time in the game. First of all, I felt you. I felt you, like, brother, the, the interview came through the phone when you said you think you're successful after that first show. Wait till right. that next show when nobody show up. Brother, I had that <laughs> right, right, right. I had right. that happen to me. The first mm-hmm. show was 100 people. Like, this was my first show. Right. The second show, it was 10, 15 people. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And right. I was ready to quit. I was ready to quit. You know what I'm saying? But then I said, no, nah, no, nah, this is that. You know what I mean? And I kept that. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, the numbers grow, the numbers grow. But I felt that when you said that, man, because that's something that still plagues and hunts me to this day. But that was yeah. a part of, you know, that setback was a part of the get back. You know what I mean? But I don't sure, know with sure. promoters like Trusty. I'm sure you know who Trusty is. That's um, my ex-partner. I don't, I don't set with promoters. Did you hear what I said? Right, right, right. Did you hear? That, that's yeah, yeah. my ex-partner. I, I, know, I know, I know. Okay. I know, I know. Okay. Um. 
I'm a legitimate like, is it an LLC. Official LLC, or is it? I'm a le- I'm, no, I'm a legitimate, legitimate LLC. LLC with an EIN number. Okay, okay, that's what I that's okay. what I needed to know. Okay, because yeah, there's yeah, some who yeah. do, I find, and there's I some who don't, and year. I'm trying to figure out. Okay, all right. I file so taxes every year. Through all of this, I'm trying to figure out, you know, what's the best way to go. Because I, I'm the type of person, if I ain't asking you for no money, I don't think you should be getting none of my money. You see what I'm saying? So Absolutely. that's why I never, I was always against legalizing my company. But then I thought about something. If you want the real money, then you got to do it the real way. Absolutely. Absolutely. See, um, let me let me you say can this get to the you. Real money other way. Right. But, Go ahead, old school. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, old school. He, he said you go ahead, go ahead and say. Yeah, yeah, we hear you. Oh, okay. I I was getting I'm getting ready to tell you that um so when you when you legitimize, when you make it legal, first thing you don't have to do is worry about looking over your shoulder. Okay? You don't have to worry about that. Second thing is when you do it proper, then your business has a credit card. The things that you do for the show you put on your credit card, you can you get them back because, you know, you get them back when you file your taxes because you did it on your business credit card for your business. You got a whole lot of people that, that all they, if all you know is under the table, how are you going to teach somebody something else? If all you know is the hustle, all you can teach is the hustle. Right, right. That's all. I mean, you know, it it is what it is. I'm not saying that one's right and one's wrong. I'm not. I'm telling you what I chose to do. So you had, once again, certain things separate you from other people. I do some things that nobody else does. When I see you, if if you're working with me that night, when I see you, I pay you. You ain't no slave. You ain't got to wait till we put the chairs up on the table. You might want to get you something. Go ahead. You understand? Right. I ain't going to never tell you, wait till I get my money off the door, hold up a minute, or could could you, listen, could I owe you $10? Man, come on, get away from me. I don't need, really, really, brother, I got to tell you the truth. I, if you know, if you know like you know, you know I don't mess with nobody. I don't ask anybody to help me make it. Let's, let's go half. Let's do, man, because that ain't my twist. That ain't my twist, and I'm not going to let you come in here and upset the apple cart. Right. Listen, man, that's that's what that is, you know? And I really, trust me, I targeted some of them Bop Cha Cha Line Dance people and said they would love to sit still. Watch this. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They would love to sit still. Some of them are so tired of dancing, they don't know what to do. But they can't say nothing. They can't tell nobody. 
Come on over here with Big Daddy. Rest yourself. Relax. Put your feet up. Put your feet up. Try, try to tell the joke on the way home. And 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 relax yourself. See, we I went after people that don't go out often. And if they do, they ain't never going downtown. And I don't mean no harm. They ain't going to treasures or temptations. And 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 they looking for something else. They want to be treated another way. They want somebody to escort them to their table, or at least ask them, do they need some help? See, that's a different flavor. That's a different age group. Young boys ain't thinking about none of that. And the last thing you're thinking about is, is trying to get somebody to do that because now you got to pay them. Well, see, it's according to what you know. You use your stock. And now you say, listen here, you can have X amount of dollars a ticket. Mm-hmm. So, old school, your vendors, your vendors pay. Your vendors sell tickets too, right? And you're, you're some of your yes. comedians as well. Yeah, well, right? see, this is the way, I, the way that I do my vendors is this, because once again, this is stock. I want you to understand that this is, this is my, this show is stock. And I say that to say this. If you're going to vend at my show, I give you four tickets. Four tickets is $200. You give me $200. I provide a six-foot table for you and a, and a tablecloth if you need it. And you set up your thing and you do your thing. And that's the way they go. You didn't have to take any money out of your pocket and you brought something to the table because four people came because of you. And you can have... X amount of dollars a ticket after the four that I gave you. Any comedians? Yeah, I know when you think it don't get it's impossible for it to get any better. It's impossible for it to get any better. But what also had to happen on the business tip is it has to be a good enough show that the ticket can be $50. The bigger the ticket, the more people you can take care of. I'm not trying to buy a house with a swimming pool. I'm not really. I'm not trying to get rich. I'm rich in God. I'm trying to help some people. They're so busy being jealous they can't see the money. It's all right, too, because if they don't see it, they ain't supposed to. But then everybody don't get told yes either. (laughs) You just can't be anybody and do a fundraiser with our show because we ain't having it. That's the other part of this thing. You 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 need to be somebody. You don't need to just be the, 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 the hustle boy. That ain't, we're not doing that. You well, feel you, me? You, still have, you, you have a criteria. You still have a criteria. You're helping. You have the, to. The big thing is that, that, breast, that breast cancer thing. We, we don't understand. That's a, that's a big one for our um, sisters. We don't understand how serious that is. Me, and also, me, you do menswear line as well. And um, um, the people that you have on there as far as limousine rides, what about them? Yeah, yeah, we have, um, we do, uh, let's say you have a birthday party of eight people for uh, for six fifty you'll get eight tickets and you'll the the limo will come to your house and pick up everybody, take them to the show, and then take them back to the house 
So uh, that's uh, that's a little package. Of course, dinner's mm-hmm. included with the ticket. So. Mm-hmm. You know, it's um, limousine ride. You know, once right. a, once again, yeah, it's just some. You know, it's it's just a matter of 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 putting class on it. That's all. You know, this. But once again, all of the monies went back into the show. You, it it didn't start like this. I want people to understand that it didn't start like this. It was built into this, and it was steps, and it was steps. Some of them were baby steps, but they were all forward steps. We didn't run. We took our time. We built this on good folks telling other good folks without using the radio, the television. You won't see my flyers in no bars, clubs. You won't see my flyers in the barbershop or the beauty salon. And it's not that I'm too good for that. I don't I don't mean that by no stretch of the imagination. It's just a matter of what you want. And who knows what? And when the right people find out, they'll tell the right people. And it takes longer, but it gives you longevity. It fixes it so you never had that show where there's only 10 people. Well, I really appreciate all your knowledge and things that you've been through as a promoter, even your history of being a manager at the bar and you went way back to that time. He was a dancer. I said, he, done, he did not go there. He told me all your business. Listen, I wasn't no spring chicken. I was in my 30s then. What? <laughs> yep. I was in my 30s then. Yes, you told I all did. your business. Said, well, that's okay. I mean, listen, what can you do? I'm an only child of an only child. It's going to be a book soon anyway. Wow. So you heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. But it's gonna be a book it's gonna be a book soon. Well you know, it's overdue. It's overdue. Well thank you. Listen, I'm glad I glad I could help. If if I can help somebody from not hitting their head on the brick wall, that's a wonderful thing. That's Well, you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. You're talking about some business. You you really really broke it down, but you gave us a history. Still, as a as an individual person, you had to have a drive, and you did have that drive even from the time you were 16, being a DJ. You know, not being with the silly friends and saying separate yourself and get in the clubs and doing doing your thing. I, I'm like looking at you like, wow, he got a history here. So I do appreciate all your hard work, and it's paying off. You know, regardless, but you're also sowing seeds helping other people too, which is the most important thing. And you're giving your creator, you know, you're giving him it's the praise prop. behind what he's calling yes. you and giving his props. Exactly, because it's keeping and you in business, self. and that's a that's a blessing. So you have already shown us how to survive in business. Even though you have similar businesses, you got to set yourself apart. And you've done that because you cater to those that have jobs, have income, but also want class. They want a place where they're not being with their children. Their children are hanging hang, hang sure. the same place they're, they're at. And I, I, sure, I appreciate sure. that. I appreciate that. You're doing, you're doing I, your thing. You know, you know what? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a perfect place for a, a, guy, a guy to take his woman without it being but so expensive, but being treated like you went somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know okay. what I mean? I, you yeah. know, I mean, come on. Take, bring your wife out. You're going to spend $100 anyway. Is that going to include the food? Or is that going to include the movie? Is that going to include the play or whatever the entertainment is? Is it going to be like mm-hmm. this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, you know. 
That's expensive now, too. It's another story. <laughs> but you got it going on. Yeah, You're giving us a, yeah. a show, a fashion show. You're giving us the poetry, spoken word. You also have the um, tribute to Luther Vandross. But you got another show coming up where you're going to have the tribute to Barry White and also Tina Whoa, Marie. Let I'm, me I'm tell a, you. I'm going to love this, that. Okay. Oh, Talk about that. Listen, I'm telling you, come on. The, the, the gentleman that's doing Barry White, uh, does Barry White in Las Vegas. His name is Jordan Carroll. He's the best in the business. He even looks like Barry White. I talked to him yesterday on the phone. He sounded like Barry White on the phone when you call him in his house and he's in his kitchen. Um, good brother, a tre- tremendous, tremendous, tremendous talent. Masha T, known all over the the city for her her renditions of of Tina Marie, mm-hmm. and then we got mm-hmm. a uh, young guy, Jovan Chaney, that's going to do Fire and Desire with her, and uh, I got a, I got a guy that can do, now this is going back, Donnie Hathaway, this Christmas. I got, a, oh, I got, I love a, him. I got an I older him. Jew that can, that can do that. So you, we're going to, really, I'm telling you right now, get your popcorn ready. This show is going to be a monster, and the comics Oh my goodness, Charles Walden, without saying one. I mean, first of Martin Lawrence's first in the comedy, Deaf Comedy Jam, uh, HBO special. Uh, Charlie Walden is is off the hook eight eight to nine times on Comic View. Uh, really, really, really funny. Uh, Baltimore cop, real police officer from Baltimore, Timmy Hall, hilarious. It's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be retarded, and. Let me tell you that the four minutes to make it, the two individuals that are on the four minutes to make it, whoo, the the brother plays sax and does Stevie Wonder, and we're going to see how much the audience likes him because we let the audience pick whether or decide whether you get to be part of the, the old school team or not on these four minutes to make it. You got four yeah. minutes. You got to sell four tickets. And the, and you do your four minutes, be it comedy or singing, and we're going to try to have one comedian and one singer uh, each show. But uh, the the four minutes to make it, people are going to be incredible too. That's goodness. You say yeah. That's the lesson you mentioned just now. So if you got the just for that people, they are people that are trying out to see if they're going to also be a part of the team for grown folks entertainment. Be putting in comedy also a singer, but they have to sell four tickets and they get the opportunity to, to do their performances before the people, people, people vote, right? Am I saying it right? Yeah, the, yeah. If the, if, the, if the people say, yeah, you on, is you know, it's like the old Roman Coliseum. If they thumbs up, you good. If it's thumbs down, you're not. Oh, wow. But so far, <laughs> so far, everyone has made it. We had a good comedian last time that made it. We had a great singer that did Al Green last time that, that tore mm-hmm. the room up. Okay, yeah. so this time we're going to have a young lady. I can't pronounce Carrie's last name, but uh, we're going to have a young lady named Carrie who's a, a comedian who's uh, really excited about this and, and looking for her shot. And uh, we got a gentleman named Roy Robinson. Um, I'm sorry, Roy Richardson, Jr., that does, that plays the sax and, and sings. So we we looking we you know I'm looking yeah it, it's I That's wish exciting. I could tell you how much fun it is to to kind of be the captain of this ship it is it is it, it is truly a blessing and it is so much bigger than the money 
It really is. Wow. It's so much. So, it's so much bigger than the money. So tell tell us now. You told me a little bit before. Where are you taking this to now? Is reference to the TV aspect? Let's talk about that a little bit. And oh, okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Real quickly, what we're going to try to do, and I'm hoping that I can do it with Scepter, is to have an organization take 200 tickets. Okay, and uh, those out of those 200 tickets, they will get $20 a ticket, which will give them. $4,000 and donated to Children's Hospital. Wow. Uh, I'm challenging any organization that can move 200 tickets uh, for grown folks to do that and take that and take take $20 a ticket and we, we write a big check and we donate it to Children's Hospital right there on the spot. We have done it before and uh, hopefully with the new technology we have, I'm hoping that we can live stream it to Children's Hospital and the people in the hospital will be able to see their fundraiser. That's awesome. Okay. Oh, now, now we can, if, yeah, if we can, if we can pull that off, we the new Facebook. <laughs> we pull that one off, baby. <laughs> it's on, it's on, it's on and cracking. Okay. It's on and cracking. Uh-huh. You're going to have to have me on again, but we're going to have to be on somebody's TV show then. But I'm telling okay. you, if we can pull that one off, and it's a matter of trying to, to, to handle the technology that it takes to make, to make it bigger than what anybody else is. We're not following anybody else's path. This is the path that the creator is laying in front of us. And if okay. I can make it happen, if I can make it happen, so be it. I didn't see all this coming. But I'm not scared of what the creator has for me because we are helping so many people. And unfortunately, before you know it, and I can see that happening before this year is out, the door is going to be closed. And people are going to wish that they had gotten an opportunity when they got when they had an when they had a chance to get an opportunity. All right. You know, I hear you. Uh, but uh, you know, it is what it is. Now's the time. All right. Well, we want to thank you right. again. Um, I see you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so you much for having me. On the line, me. for callers. I thank you for saying you will come on and do this interview. I really appreciate it. And guess what? You got all these good nuggets. I hope they got a lot out of it. People, if you missed the On Live, the On Live show, please go back on to www.talkshoe.com and put this, browse this, you know, the show, put that caller ID in the search box, 146277. Put this date in, 925, 2018 for On Point Radio. Can't miss it. And then listen to the show and hear those golden nuggets. You can listen to it over and over again so you can get that stuff digested in your spirit and see what you're supposed to be doing with, about your business and where you're supposed to be at. So I do thank Old School for coming out. Paying and and li- listen, Joy, real, real, real yeah. quick. If uh-huh. you got some people that are interested in tickets, you give me a call when we get finished the show, and, and we'll break you off a little something, something. And let's, oh, wow. let's, let's get it in. <laughs> All, right. Let's, All right. Let's get it in. Okay? Well, you, I mean, you got hey, your I, listeners. I support, let's see what they want to do. School. I got to put my I got to put my dance in school. So I do want to link up, definitely, because I want to put my – I'm going to get my dance school off the ground. I need support. The moms may want to buy there you go. support the dance right. school. So there, I, I, there, I got there, you. There, I, I there you go. You, give me a call. Give me a call, and and we'll put the name of your dancing school on the table. Oh, wow. Okay. I ain't scared of you. Come on. Come get it. Well, guess what? You helping me. How are you going to be scared? Don't be scared.
scared. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Okay, baby. Well, I God bless you. You, so you take much. care. I look forward to hearing from you. All right. God bless you, too. And I thank you. All right. All right. Bye-bye. We had Old School on putting everything down, people. He was giving us some good nuggets. We're going to end this show. And I'm going to end it with Square Biz, Tina Marie, and I'm going to play my little get, get it together on the end. We're going to play it real quick. All right. Thank you, everyone.
right, all right, all right. I had Tina Marie play for you. I'm going to get up off this air because we have timing to make, and I want to end with our last selection. But I want to just let you know it's a special show on tomorrow night on Wednesday when my uh, Mr. On Point to let me know what that code is. I asked what that code is. Look for it on the computer. I didn't see it. So it's about Bill Cosby. It's about um, whew, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. It's about the sound sound off. So hello, African American. We got to see this help. KKK, what's going on here? We got a show tomorrow night, people, and it's going to be all the way live about what's going on in the news right now. Happened with Bill Cosby and just our thoughts and reactions. We want to hear what you got to say as well. So tomorrow night on On Point Radio, it's a special show tomorrow night, 9P to 11P. Look out for that code. What's the code tomorrow night, Mr. On Point? You can sneak it on because I got it. I'm not sure what it is. One four three. I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't know what it was. I was asking you, but I didn't know. So we're going to end our no, show, no, no, people. All right. Love you so much for calling in. All those friends that supported, I appreciate it. I see you, Miss T, out there. I appreciate you and the ones that were out there uh, supporting the show tonight. So don't forget, tomorrow night special show, uh, Thursday night, Thoroughbred. And back again on Saturday, we have Miss Tia's Queen with the Poetry Palace. And we're going to keep on bringing you live entertainment, different things like that, live real shows and people that's on here, good poetry, good suggestions, good thoughts, and good action. So, people, this is a mindset, attitude, mindset, movement. And y'all got to get on this wagon right here on Point Radio. And I love y'all very much. So we're going to finish in the end right now. Thank you very much. To your heart without breaking your skin. No one has the power to hurt you like your kin. Kept it inside, didn't tell no one else. Didn't even want to admit it to yourself. And now your chest burns and your back aches from 15 years of holding the pain.
Think of yourself. You wanna heal your body. You have to heal your heart. Whatsoever you sow, you will reap. The choice is yours, no matter what it is. Choose life, choose to forgive. Don't have to try and hurt him or break his pride. Just take that weight off, and you'll be ready to fly. One shot to your heart without breaking your skin. No one has the power to hurt you like your friends. Thought it would never change, but as time moved on, that ugly duckling grew up to be a swan. And now your chest burns and your back aches because now the years are showing up on your face. But you'll never be happy and you'll never be whole. Until you see the beauty in growing old You want to heal your body You have to heal your heart So ever you sow you will reap Point Radio, Joyce Hope. Thank you for calling in. Good night. You on point? Yes, I'm on point. (laughs) Yeah, I'm on point. (laughs) Thank you. Good night.